So when we show up unapologetically and we like ourselves, we like our own opinion, we're happy to share what we want to share, that's powerful. And the more you do it, the more trust you build with yourself, the more love you have for yourself and the more self-belief that you have about yourself. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Super excited that you're here with me today. Thank you so much for hitting download and tuning in. It means the world to me that you want to work on your mindset. Honestly, I feel like it's one of the biggest things that holds us back. Obviously, that's why I'm so obsessed with it. And I was actually just recently interviewed for another podcast, which is coming out soon with Collabosaurus. And we talked all about the importance of mindset and why it holds so much of us back. And it's because we're human. We're literally human. And our brains are wired for survival. And it is going to throw whatever arsenal it can at you to stop you from doing things outside of your comfort zone because that is scary, it's dangerous, and you know your brain is wired for survival. So it would rather you stay comfortable in your comfort zone doing things that feel safe and certain. And so that brings me to today's topic. Today's topic is all about how to stop caring what other people think. It's not an easy thing to do. And deep down, we truly want to show up unapologetically and we do not want to care what other people think, but we're wired as human beings to care what others think because we are wired to relate. We're wired to feel connected and we are wired to care about other human beings. And we need that evolutionarily. We need it in order for us to survive because if we didn't care about other human beings and their opinions, then God knows what would happen in society, right? For us, for the human race to survive, we have to want to relate. And so we need to override some of that evolutionary core values and needs in order for us to show up unapologetically. And I'm going to give you a process on how we do this, because this is some of the best work that you can do. It's developing a strong sense of self. It's having confidence within yourself. It's believing in yourself. And ultimately it's loving yourself, loving yourself enough to not put other people's opinions above your own. I'm going to say that again, loving yourself enough to not put other people's opinions above your own. Now, if we've been conditioned to put other people's needs in front of our own our whole entire lives, this can also add an extra layer of challenge because we've been taught and trained on a deep subconscious level that it's not okay to put your needs first. It's not okay to have a, have an opinion or it's not okay for you to not care what other people need. And I'm not saying about completely disregarding that. It's just recognizing what your conditioning is to know what you need to overcome in order for you to put yourself first, in order for you to care about yourself enough, and love yourself enough in order to not care what other people think. Because honestly, deep down, there's an element of like fear of judgment, but then there's actually a level of judgment that we're worried about coming that deep down, it's an unhealed part of ourselves or a part of ourselves that we haven't truly accepted that is being triggered. So this is deep stuff, right? Like, so if you are driving right now, it might be worthwhile putting this podcast to the side until you come back to it another time where you can do the practices that I want to share with you, because it is such worthwhile work to do and it needs to be done. So if you feel like you really struggle with worrying about what other people think, 
doing this deep work and unlocking these parts of ourselves can be challenging. This is obviously why working with a one-on-one coach can support you in a really supportive container in order to unlock these parts of ourselves. And there's that work of re-embedding new belief systems and new love and new acceptance for ourselves that ultimately help you step beyond worrying about what other people think, right? I used to really care about what other people think. I used to look to others for approval. I used to look to my bosses, my dad. I used to look at other people to basically feed that need for acceptance or feed that need for approval to then believe that I was good enough, right? And so overcoming this was doing that deep work and it was coming to a whole new radical acceptance of myself, the way that I am. And I feel like this is always a learning. This is always an evolution as you get older, that you recognize the holes in having fears around what people think, because when it comes down to it, everyone has their own life experience, right? We have our own in the coaching world, we call it the map of the world, where we have this view, right? This filter that is filtering our eyes of what we're seeing and what we're believing and what our opinions are based on our life experience, our values, what's important to us our belief systems, our education, our parents' values, our dreams, our hopes, our fears, like all of that comes into play. So when you ask for someone else's opinion, they're giving you their opinion based on that life experience. Okay. So that's why you get different opinions from different people because they're filtering it. The subconscious mind is filtering their answer through that life experience. So I often use this in a, in a business context where I'm like, if you are asking someone who is not in business or has never, ever owned a business, has always been an employee about the risks of starting a business. And they say to you, oh, are you sure that's kind of risky? You know, there's no real certainty of starting a business. You're getting an opinion based on someone that's never taken a risk of starting their own business before, right? They're always being an employee. They've always relied on someone else to pay their bills. So from their point of view, it is risky, right? But then you might get an opinion from someone else that's always been in business, that maybe they started businesses when they were like, you know, 18, 19, and they were going into, or they've maybe created different businesses and they love business and they like risk and they understand the context of business and you ask their opinion, they will have a completely different opinion. So if you're always basing what you should do or who you should be or how you should feel on other people's opinions, then you'll always be looking externally for that. And so what I would want for you today is to start to come to a level of radical acceptance and love for yourself. So then you don't need to go and do that, right? I will ask for other people's opinions still. Yes, absolutely. But it is after I have taken the time to acknowledge what I want to think about it first. So before I put something out, before I ask anyone else's opinion about an idea, I get clear on what I feel about it first, right? What's my opinion about it first? Because then when I go to that other person's opinion and it's not what I want to hear or it's not valid or it's not coming from the right context, then I can absolutely discern, is this an opinion that I want to take on board? And I can say, nope, and I can just leave it and run, right? And leave it and go. So I think it's really important that we get to that stage where we can recognize that, yes, other people's opinions or other people's thoughts or ideas can help support you. Absolutely. But it's not the be all and end all. The be all and end all needs to be your opinion of yourself and what you want to do. So there's some things that I've brought to friends in business about these ideas and they tell me don't do it. And then I go and do it and it's a, it's a success, right? So if I always listen to other people, I wouldn't trust in my own intuition. I wouldn't trust in my own belief systems about myself and would always be looking to other people for those answers. So you've got to develop that really strong sense of belief in yourself first. And that's 
honestly where it all is. It comes back to that level of self-love and acceptance. So let me get clear. So basically when you worry about someone else's judgment or where you are putting yourself out there for that judgment, there's a fear around that. And there is an element of slight truth that you fear could be true. So if someone's saying something about you and you're taking it on board, especially if that person has a sense of authority in your life, we can sometimes take it on board, even if it's not true. And because it's like, well, if they're telling me and I trust them and I've, I've known them for a really long time and they've never steered me wrong, then I can sometimes take on that belief system, even though it's not true. That happens when we have a weakened sense of self, right? When we don't believe in ourselves, when we don't have that self-love, we're always looking to external people because we're like, well, they must have the right answers because I don't have the answers within myself. So to have that level of self-love and self-belief and self-trust, we need to ask ourselves some really powerful questions. And then we need to act into those answers, right? So with action becomes more belief, okay? So the more that you take action towards your own intuition nudge, towards your own opinion, you're developing a level of self-trust with yourself because you're doing what you say you're going to do. You're honoring your own word with yourself. And that strengthens your belief in yourself because you're like, if you back you, that's all that matters, right? You've got to back you first. So to unlock this, I want to share with you a couple of questions that would be worthwhile journaling on, exploring and answering for yourself to come to a whole other level of self-acceptance and self-love. So the first question is, what are you most worried about other people saying, right? So when you worry about what other people are going to think, what is the biggest thing that you're worried about them saying? And then with that answer, I want you to explore it, right? Peel back the layers and ask yourself, why does that matter? Why do I care about that? And is there an element of truth there that maybe that I actually believe a little bit of that about myself, right? So when someone, we're fearing maybe someone saying that we're not good enough, right? Like maybe there's deep down, we have a fear of not being good enough that we need to explore, So we want to come to that level of awareness of recognizing what part of ourselves are we believing in that judgment. And so then we want to explore a little bit further and figure out where that came from. Like, where did that begin? When did you first start believing that? Was there a past experience that is still a wound that maybe you haven't healed yet that we need to look back on and have some self-awareness and self-love and look back and go, okay, yeah, maybe when I was 14, when I was bullied, or maybe when I was... 12 and I was told that I wasn't good enough at playing this sport or whatever it might be. Let's look back on that with fresh adult eyes and go, okay, well, at, at 12, it was normal for me to experience that because I was learning the new skill. I was put in a situation that maybe that other girl was being quite mean and it doesn't mean that it's true. So we want to actually heal that past experience and bring some love and acceptance into that 12 year old or that 14 year old that experienced that. Because it's that trigger that's being activated when we worry about what other people are going to say about us. And then we want to step into a whole other level of radical acceptance of ourselves. So so this next question is a big question. How can you have full radical acceptance of yourself? By really highlighting what are the parts of yourself that you haven't accepted, right? And what's that based on? Where has that even come from? Often it's like, well... It's not society's version of successful or pretty or skinny or whatever it might be, right? So everyone's got something different there. 
or maybe it's something that someone said about us once, or maybe it's something that we've been repeatedly told, maybe in a past relationship, or maybe it was when we were growing up and our parents said it to us. Like we took it on board that we couldn't accept that part of ourselves because another person was judging it. But how could you have radical acceptance of that part? And how can you love that part more, right? And so this is where we start to explore that self-love of really looking at what parts of yourself do you love? And if love is too hard of a word, start with like. What do you like about yourself? And write it out, right? It can't just be something that you think about. You've got to write it out. What do you like? Do you like parts of your personality? Do you like your smile? Do you like your ankles? Do you like the way that you are compassionate to other people? Like what is it about yourself that you do truly love and accept? Because there are absolutely parts of yourself that you do love and accept. We want to start there and start bolstering on that and adding more and more things to that. And then ask yourself, what's one thing that you enjoy about yourself that you can acknowledge? And really take the time to really sit in that level of appreciation for yourself. Now, sometimes this can feel a little bit uncomfortable because it feels like we're top noting ourselves or being boastful. And we've often been conditioned not to do that. Whereas this deep self-work, self-love work is the most important part because otherwise you are literally bleeding out onto other people, your insecurities. Whereas if you truly loved yourself and you took the time to do these activities, to explore parts of yourself that you do like, you will recognize that everyone is so unique. Everyone is so freaking unique. And that is what makes the world turn. That is what makes the world so amazing. And so when you can accept and love those unique parts of yourself, that's when you recognize that, hey, everyone else is also unique and they can go and do their unique thing. And if someone doesn't like me or someone doesn't like them, that's not about them. It's not about you. That's about them, right? So it's recognizing that they can be their unique selves and have their own map of the world, their own life experience and their own opinions. And it doesn't have to touch you. It does not have to touch you at all. Because at the end of the day, you have you and your opinion about yourself matters more than anybody else. Because when someone else passes judgment, it's usually when they're passing judgment because they feel uncomfortable with themselves. They feel uncomfortable with the situation. They find it easier to judge another person than to look at themselves and look within and doing this deep work for themselves. So we want to recognize that their judgment means nothing. It means nothing. So if you can love yourself enough to accept all parts of yourself, you can also look to others and love all parts of them and accept them for who they are and not expect them to be any different, right? This is freaking powerful work. So please take the time if you need to rewind the episode and go back and ask yourself these powerful questions and start to develop a new behavior or practice each day where you just ask yourself, what's something that I like about myself today? What's something, what's a part of me that I really want to acknowledge? What do I bring to the table today? And the more that you can love yourself and recognize that you don't need anything else, you become such a vibrant, magnetic person in the world. And then you also are able to show up unapologetically because you can be you because you've accepted all parts of you, right? And we don't accept parts of ourselves. We fear putting ourselves out there, right? So when we show up unapologetically and we like ourselves, we like our own opinion, we're happy to share what we want to share, that's powerful. And the more you do it, the more trust you build with yourself, the more love you have for yourself and the more self-belief that you have about yourself. So go out there and take this to a whole other level. Now, if you feel like you need support to do this work, 
This is a component that I'll be going through in my next program, Elevated. It's going to be a super powerful container over nine weeks to help you transform your worth, your money, and your business. So if you are ready to elevate your business to a whole new level, check the link in the show notes and add yourself to the wait list. And I'll share with you all the information coming in the next few weeks. I hope you have an incredible week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.